Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Sano, joined, as always, by the week two to my week one. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how are you doing? Uh, you know, feeling good. Feeling like there's going to be a couple rivalries. Rivalries, depending. And our very own week 18. That's right. It's Eric Ronick. Eric, how are you doing? Oh, man. That's, uh, that's like a full 12 weeks away from the bye week. <laughs> I know. So, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go uh, in depth of the schedule reveal uh, next week. But just on first blush, just on first blush, just like your first look, how did you feel about the schedule, um, Eric? You brought up my big point of contention right off the bat. Man, that bye week. What 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 is that all about? It seems like every two or three years we get that week four, week five bye week, and it is annoying. Um, you could argue that we kind of get another bye week later with our two. Back-to-back Thursday games. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which is not like the end of the world because it's every Thursday night game sucks because you're, you know, you're coming off a Sunday game into Thursday. So that second one, it's like, well, hey, they still get a a full week at least. It's just, I don't know. If if you're going to give us more primetime games, don't do it in such a creative way. DK DK <laughs> commented on inst- on the Instagram post of the schedule reveal like fifth, week five buy is not it. <laughs> and I was like I'm like I agree DK it is not it. It sucks yep. because you want to be you want to have it towards the end of the year when guys are getting kind of beat up at the beginning of the year and guys are more fresh. It's just not as helpful as it is in the later in the season. Uh, but I'm 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 team like every I think everyone should have two buys. I think they they should like really if we're gonna we're gonna have 18 weeks of the season go back to 16 games and give everyone two buys. So I don't know. Anyway, Kevin, what was your initial blush with the uh, with the schedule? Yeah, aside from uh, having a pretty significant dislike for the bye week being so early in the season, um, in general, I don't know, man. I I felt like it was okay. We always have to travel so much, and yeah. that never really changes. It's part of being the most north team and the most west team, right? So mm-hmm. so so it's hard. It's tough to uh for us. We have to travel a lot more than everyone else, and it's and part of why what. Team. Part of why, part of why I do think that we struggle sometimes can struggle to get uh, to get free agents because it's just we're isolated compared to the rest of the country. All right, let's do some uh, some quick rookie rookie camp notes. Rookie camp started up uh, this week. Also, the Seahawks made one signing. Uh, they went they went ahead, Kevin, and they signed a big defensive end. They were uh, watching. Uh, they were they were listening to the podcast and they were inspired by our breakdown of the Super Mario uh, movie and went out inside <laughs> Super Mario Edwards. Mario, so Mar- Mario Edwards, a second round pick from from way back. Um, what what do you what did you, what would you think of the signing, Kevin? What is what is this signing? What's the what what are we trying to do here? Unless I'm mistaken, he's a guy we batted around before because he has that kind of three tech, um, big end, run stopping, uh, capable player uh, kind of mold that we talked about wanting to have somebody. So I think the big thing is for everybody who is going, oh man, we really need to bring Shelby back. This is kind of us bringing Shelby back. Like he fits a very similar role, Mario. So the interesting thing on Mario Edwards is the, the the pass rushing never really came along for him. It was there was kind of an expectation throughout of his career that he would become uh, more of a pass rusher. He never really did. He can play on both sides of the of the field. Um, last season he played mostly uh, you know right edge and and left edge, um, but he has played some right. He he played most of his snaps at right tackle in uh in 2021 he was played all over the place and he's always been uh a good defender no matter or a good run defender no matter where mm-hmm. he's getting um and he, he has inside outside versatility this is mike morris insurance if mike morris isn't it if he's not ready right away now this is the mike morris hive 
starring me. I love Mike Morris. So, so <laughs> if, uh, if Mike Morris isn't it though, this is the insurance policy is, you know, Mario, Mario Edwards can play that role. He can play it at an NFL level. He can stop the run, set the edge, play, you know, three tech and uh, five tech and just be kind of uh, scheme flexible. If they want the to Mike play Morris five on the snaps front. caddy. Yeah, He'll hold the snaps until Mike Morris is ready for those snaps, and or, then he will hand those snaps over. Or maybe he, maybe he'll never be. Yeah, maybe it'll be 30 Mario and 10, 10 Mike the whole season, or, and maybe that will slowly shift as the season goes on. It just We'll see what happens. This, this is a, a good insurance policy. Though. This is just what smart teams do. Uh, they they move guys that they're not getting rid of, like Tyler Lockett. They, they, they turn their money into bonuses, and then they go get a Mario Edwards to kind of give themselves a, an insurance policy after the draft. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, let's go to the rookie camp notes now. Uh, so my big rookie camp note is that Pete directly addressed the position of nose tackle. Corbin wrote a really great article on his site. Corbin, uh, of course, uh, being one of our like primary Seahawks beat reporters, uh, he writes He's on the SI, SI reporter, I believe, right? SI, yep. Yep, Sports Illustrated or what, whatever it is now. Um, and so, yeah, Corbin wrote this article about their defense tackles. Um, they got, the guy we drafted came in at 320, uh, which is what they said. That Pete said that's exactly where we want him. We want him big. <laughs> so, and then uh, we also the the two rookies that he talked about. I don't know how Tavai is going to play <laughs> nose tackle though. I don't know why Pete brought him up. Maybe he's just excited about. It's a Pete Carroll thing to just be excited about a guy. But the overall, I do think that that it's. Pete speaks to having a confidence at the position between the the rookies and Monet. And he also said, we're not done yet. I expect a Mario Edwards style insurance policy to come in here at some point. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's it. Um, that's my, that's my DT review. Kevin, what, what were some things you noticed about the, uh, the beginning of rookie camp here? Uh, so a couple things to not be worried about Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba are not taking snaps because uh, they're, they're resting their hamstrings and it doesn't matter. So uh, that's something that you're going to see and go, oh, man, the two of our draft picks are injured. No, they're rookie minicamp injured. They're not like NFL injured. Uh, the other thing is that uh, Pete made a special uh, mention of the two rookie offensive linemen saying that they're competing for starting jobs and specifically that Bradford is taking snaps at right guard. So uh, just kind of confirming what we thought about with the Beefy Boy Haynes pol- uh, insurance policy in the form of Bradford. Um, the last thing is several players were in the best shape of their lives. I heard. Yeah. Well, wh- <laughs> getting whatever. started early. Uh, okay. Uh, Eric, what did, uh, what did you hear? what did you hear coming out of rookie camp? Uh, probably the most important thing that, I mean, geez, it's been what, 12, 11 years with Pete Carroll and something that you're just, you know, you learn, learn new things every season. Apparently Pete Carroll comes out to theme music. What, so, what is the music? Oh, that's now that's the mystery. I mean, we still have a few more years of <laughs> Pete Carroll coaching the Seahawks to figure this out. But yeah, Witherspoon was asked, like, you know, what it was like in his first camp and, uh, you know, being coached by Pete Carroll. And he said, oh, it's, you know, Pete comes out with a ton of energy and, you know, he, he's got his own theme music and he comes out. And right there, I was like, I rewound it because I was like, so is it like he has theme music? But he said he has his own he theme comes out, music. He comes out to real American. Yeah, it might be. I, dun, you know, dun, 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 the Kurt Angle song. I don't know. Comes crashing down. Yeah, it's no, uh. But either way, he, he said he, he wouldn't do that because he's not a racist. But, but uh. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's like jumping up and down. He said he's got his, you know, he's got his crazy set of energy, which we already knew about Pete. But I don't know, man. I guess that's how Pete jacks his players up. I thought it was pretty funny. I'm just saying Witherspoon wasn't talking about needing his personal space. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So we've got... Um, yeah, that's basically all our rookie camp notes for now. We'll go more in depth on the roster and the schedule in the coming weeks. We have a lot of time before the season starts. I don't know if you guys know this. So this week, though, now that the quarterback situations are starting to shake out a little bit, I thought it'd be fun. We usually do a QB tier list. So we usually do the QB carousel, but we skipped it this year. This year, though, we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna go straight to the QB tier list. So I what I did is I found a uh, nice QB tier list here. It has. 44 quarterbacks that could possibly take starting snaps this year. Um, my favorite part of this is that doesn't have the names, just has the pictures. So uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put them on the tier list together. And then my favorite part is gonna be some of these letting you guys try to guess who they are. Um, so we'll start with the top left. You guys know who this is. This is Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Josh Allen. Uh, do you, okay, I have a question before we start. So it's S A S tier is the best. S is yep. the superior, the best. A B, C, D. Do we need an F tier or can we just leave it off? What do you guys think? Oh, I think we leave it off. Uh, let's let's not bury too many terrible quarterbacks. <laughs> okay, think- so my thing is uh, that will determine how many people will be in S tier. So if we have six, my S tier just got smaller. If we have five, my S tier is a little bigger. Uh, let's let's add an F. I want to add an F because I think that there's one guy I really want to put just in <laughs> F tier. You just want to bury one guy, huh? By himself. So I just want like, um, yeah, I want to, I want to just bury, there's like a guy I want to put in the F tier so badly and just talk trash about. So, okay, here we go. Okay. So we got S, A, B, D, C, D, F. Okay. So Josh Allen, S, right. We're all in agreement here. Josh Allen, good. I don't yeah, think this is a particular. Uh, Josh Allen, A. A. You're putting him yep. out of S. Okay. Uh, Eric, are you going to S or A for Josh Allen? Oh, this is really tough. Kevin, Kevin's going to get really, really elite with the S tier, and I like it, actually. You know what? I, li- I, kinda, I, like, I like it, too. I like doing that. I like doing Plus, that also. So I can. Kevin's kinda... argument for adding the F tier was so he can make his S tier like two S tier. Which is, which is so, which, yeah, let's, so, yeah. Josh Allen, A. A, okay. I think, I think Josh Allen is probably the what the second or third best quarterback in the league. I don't know. It depends yep. on who you ask. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe we might move him back to S depending on... But right now he's either the tippy top of A tier or the back of S tier. All right, next guy, you know who this is? Uh, Baker is that Mayfield. Baker. Yeah. This is Baker. The true leader, Baker man. Mayfield. He is on going. He is in the the leader in the clubhouse right now to start for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, shoulder injury. Baker, Eric, where do you got him? Uh, this is this is rough. Uh, probably putting him in C tier. Okay, right, Kevin, what are you thinking? Uh, my apologies because it is rough. I uh, I did a little statistical deep dive for this to figure out what I want. Uh, he is headlining <laughs> F tier. Oh no! I, wow. I in, so I had him in D, like the the end. Of, I I have him. I Sounds think he's like gonna be D towards is the, the end middle D. ground on that. Yeah, I think I he's saying. good for five hundred, which puts him in C, which is why I have him in C tier. I have a feeling that te- the thing is, I don't know what that team's gonna be. Like they got Mike Evans and Godwin. Baker definitely can throw to those dudes. That is that is uh, difficult. That my is issue difficult. with Baker is that his clean pocket numbers have gotten like way worse. His I shoulder just injury his shoulder I think might just, just like, be done. Yeah, he had like a weird rotator cuff thing. It might just be over. Okay, Joe Burrow. Uh, a tier. If he is if he's a tier, he's he's top a tier for me. 
better than Josh Allen or worse than Josh Allen? What do you guys think? I think I have me personally, with Josh Allen. I think I'd rather have him over Josh Allen. Just that's just me. I think the running ability of Josh Allen is just like really valuable. So I think it's close. I these guys got to be close together. I'll just say that They're, you can't separate those guys too much. Those are the, those are some of the, the tippy top quarterbacks in the NFL. Next up, you guys you guys know who this is. You can tell because of the eyeliner. It's let's say is that car. <laughs> that is Derek. Car and I hope you guys are putting these on the tier list uh, with with. Yeah, I'm trying to so I can keep it together. New New Orleans Saints. I guess this is probably their starter, right? Like this is their starter. I I would sure think so. Okay, uh, I think he's better than Baker, but is he C tier? What do you guys think? Yes, he is my C tier. Okay, I. We are kind of. In the last couple of years, we've kind of talked about how much we like Derek Carr. And I would say the way we spoke about him, we put him in B tier. Okay. And I think the last year, last probably year and a half, he's been B tier. I will I mean, say the this. The teams have been. I have less have been, than 10 quarterbacks yeah. above C tier. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty hardcore. You're, <laughs> See, you're that's, hardcore. That, that's really hardcore. So that right. is information I will give you as to why my rankings are where they are. I think uh, Derek Carr can get you to the playoffs and that's C-tier. You ready to get into one of the messiest quarterback rooms in the in the league? I I think I think Carr is C for me. I, I didn't – I don't feel good about putting him in B. Especially once, I, one, especially, especially once I start putting – this is not the Darnold. Can you do you know who this is, Eric, in the top left here? Is that How Walker we, then? I have no idea who that is. I'm just trying this to figure is, it out. This is Matt Corral. <laughs> Whoa. Why is he on here? Exactly. That's why to the fun. F. F. Okay. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, this is a messy QB room, though. They have like a bunch of guys that might play like Matt Corral they, couldn't play in a fake offense in college they, and get trusted. If they definitely, uh, but th- there's th- there's another guy coming up that's also on the Panthers. That's okay, I see why we did this too because Baker Mayfield does have a clear step above that guy. So, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm getting Dak, it now. Dak Prescott, B for Dakota boring. is in my B tier. I put him in B tier, but I'm not I'm not putting at the top of B tier. Yeah, I think there's guys that are gonna get ahead of him, but Dak Prescott is like solid, but you don't want to be paying him as much as they're paying him. That's the problem. He's getting paid way too much for them to be. It's hard. It's getting harder and harder for them to build like a complete team around him. All right. Andy Dalton likely to be either the starter or the backup for the, the Panthers, unless like Matt Corral or Bryce, maybe Bryce Young makes it, makes it a uh, big time. Who knows? Uh, I think I just accidentally moved someone, which makes me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm now, now I'm worried. Okay. Uh, I think I did. Okay. <laughs> Andy Dalton. So- Andy D Dalton, B? B for Dalton. Oh, D. Yeah, D. He sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's bad. Okay, he's, he's too old. To Who's play. the next quarterback for you, Kevin? Is it Daniel Jones? Uh, my or next is quarterback it, is, is the Sa- Darnold. Oh, it is Sam Darnold. Okay, F. Sam Darnold sucks. <laughs> Sam, Sam Darnold might start for the 49ers, though. This is like a very real thing that might happen. Uh, okay, like, so we'll we are in a situation, but he is above Matt Corral. Okay, I, I'm. <laughs> I can. I can do that. Yes. Over him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But but would you say Sam Darnold? We are all in agreement. This is the San Francisco 49ers quarterback room is hilarious. Am I mistaken when I say that Sam Darnold has basically shown himself to be worse Danny Dimes? I mean, and that's the information I'm going to put there. He's just garbage. He's so bad. 
I, I don't well, know. He's also going to be moved up a whole tier with Cal Shanahan as his coach. So yeah, that. he might end up in D if he's uh, D for Darnold. Okay, Daniel Jones. Uh, he can run real good. We saw it last year. So I I feel like I have to put him in C tier. I think he like showed something last year that made me think, okay, he is the bang bang average. The end of the season, level. he kind of turned it around. He, and, his throw, his yeah. throwing though, his throwing numbers are not great. If you look no. at his like passing numbers from last year, it is mid. But and his running numbers look better because he didn't fumble it so much. Right, and so, his fumbling issues are well documented. He's he actually didn't. For me. He actually didn't turn the ball over very much, period, last year, which is the kind of the key to his success. So the question is, does he regress back to turning the ball over or not? If he I think like that like if Fable's he stays kind who, of a whisper. If he stays who he was last year, he's B. Like I think that you can really win with no turnovers, Daniel Jones running for a thousand yards and throwing for thirty two hundred. But So we're gonna put him in the same tier as Derek Carr? Oh yeah, I think I think if you ask me would I have ever have Daniel Jones or Derek Carr? I don't think that's a. I think those guys are pretty similar to me. Yeah, I agree. Okay. The, C uh, then. J- Justin Fields. Also C, but there's a lot of upside here for me. It's like, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a very excited about this C. <laughs> <laughs> so, Can we so, have an excited? I, I think I, I think that, that that D is reasonable for for Justin Fields, but he put up some numbers last year that make me think he is on an upward trajectory. Kevin, tell tell us tell us where we should go here. Lead leadership uh, in a direction. Apparently, somehow I ended up the toughest grader in the room. So because I have him at a D tier, but based on the other players that we're putting at C tier, I feel like we kind of have to put him at the bottom of C tier because the upside is huge. It's the thing is, is that right now I agree he's D, but like, what do I think he'll be next year? And it, there's an upward trajectory. I'm kind of hedging. His running numbers tell you that like he has a really stable floor. His passing numbers have some things to be excited about, especially if their offensive line can be decent. I and think they got it. And they have a real and they have real wide receivers now, too. That's DJ a big plus. Moore, Chase Claypool and. And uh, Darnell Mooney is like quite the trio. All right, Eric, break the tie. C or D for for Justin Fields? Uh, I'm putting me. I'm putting him in a D. Let him earn this uh, this C or B tier this season. I'm putting. Yeah, him I D. think he could be high. I was kind of hedging against like I don't want to look stupid if Justin Fields is awesome next year because I do think there's potential for that for yeah. him to be for him to be very good. All right, Geno Smith, our guy. Uh, for me. I'm going to let everyone else go first. Eric. I'm putting him in B tier. Uh, I know that's not going to be, that's not going to be popular on this podcast. Um, Three and seven in our last 10. Uh, I'm putting him in B tier. He's, he's proven that he can win games. He's proven that he can lose games. Uh, He's above average. I don't think he's a, Unless we're doing a bit where we put him in S tier and then I go, ah, guys, I'm just kidding. S tier. Didn't you remember the, didn't you remember the bit? Yeah, see? So this is the uh, summer of forgetting bits. <laughs> so uh, Gino, I have as my number 11 quarterback. And the way that that sets up for me, like his deep passing numbers were great. He works really well in the offense. He was, a, he's, his passing the last two seasons has been good and trending up. Um, He's just outside the top 10 for me, which the way I have my list set up puts him at C tier. But it sounds like for us, it's going to end up being a consensus B. All right, Kevin, who do you know who this next guy is? Uh, is it B that we're going in? 
Oh, 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 yeah, B. I was angry at B. I think Gino. Gino's either like the last quarterback in B tier, but I'd rather have him in Derek Carr. So that's kind of like why I think I'd put him a, a tier above. I think you know we all know who this next guy is. Who is it? It's Goof Troop. Yeah, it is Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff. I hate to do this, but I think also B. <laughs> Don't no. hate me. Don't hate me. I, I think he, I, was, he was really good last year. Jared was Goff he, was. I mean, he, he did. Put up he did numbers. ascend his. He did ascend to bang he average. Put up numbers. There's a good thing. <laughs> 20, 29 touchdowns, seven intercept versus only seven interceptions. Let's analyze this. 400 yards next. on 65% completion percentage. Like this guy, I don't know. He and did his, things a starting quarterback supposed to do. And See. here's here's the thing. Jared Goff, so. Jared Goff, like his <laughs> yards per attempt went way up last year. I felt like the first year in Detroit, they just didn't trust him at all. They were like, oh. Jared Goff. Okay. And last year, they're like, unleash the goof. <laughs> unleash. His yards per attempt went up, but his A dot is still at 7.6 yards per attempt. And then they brought in another short, short range slot receiver uh, for him to work with. He's going to. Yeah, they're sure, they're sure giving him a lot of things J- he can Jameer, do that don't require him to be accurate over any distance. Jameer Gibbs. They're ready. They're ready. Jamison Williams gambled his way right out of the starting lineup. <laughs> Don't, don't get me on that. All right, oh, I, I'm geez. fine. I'm fine with goofing the C tier. I just I think Jared Goff is like secretly. I think aggressive. he should be in the same tier as Danny Dimes. They are two inextricably tied together. That's fair. I I just I think he's aggressively fine at this point. Uh, Eric, what do you think about the goof? Oh, C, hundred percent. All right. Uh, next up, you guys recognize this this beautiful neck here. <clears throat> this is, is that, that is Colt McCoy. No, I think no, that's it's uh, it's. It's, it's Taylor Heine. It's Taylor Heineke. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Pat Ryan, Matt Ryan's Taylor Heineke, looking younger brother. Right now is in line. It looks like to be the backup for the Falcons, but that is a very unstable quarterback situation, much like the Panthers. So Taylor Heineke, uh, F. Uh, I would put him in D tier, because uh, I think he's like right about the same as Dalton. I would rather I, have Dalton. Dalton wasn't even like what were Dalton's. St- what were Dalton's stats last year? I'd was rather have really Heineke over Dalton. Two years ago. Andy Dalton. <laughs> what did he do last year? Uh, he was 6-8, and eight, 66% passing, 18 touchdowns. Like, this is so mid. How did – dang, New Orleans was a weird team last year. Um, yep. All right. I don't care. I'm, I think F, but I'll put him D if you guys are in agreement. I like him in D. Justin Herbert. Kevin, go first. <laughs> Top of the B tier. Okay. I can I, see it. He's I think not, he's right there with Dak, and he is not in the same tier as Burrow and uh, Allen. So, so our biggest thing with Herbert coming out of college was like, this guy, it comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. He doesn't always have it. It seems like some games he is the best quarterback in the nation, and other games he's terrible, right? Would you agree with that? Like, that's kind of how I felt about him when I scouted him in college. And now he's like... He is like losing big games and seems to lack like any kind of killer instinct on the field. Um, I'm just going to say I'm I, Herbert was exciting at the beginning and I was like, oh, yeah, I was on the hype train with everyone else. I was like, I was wrong about Herbert. I'm starting to think I was right about her. <laughs> I was right about Herbert all along. Uh, like it, I think just... the with Herbert is he needs an offense that pushes him to be more aggressive because the offense doesn't make him aggressive. He is the most passive, like take whatever the defense gives you guy. His a dot dropped a yard. He was under seven yards per, uh, per uh, target. 
uh, for, for his average depth of target. Um, otherwise, a lot of his rate numbers remain the same. But so basically it was like, oh, he's the same guy, except he's doing it all at a shorter distance down the field, which is just directly less effective. Um, yeah, I, I'm fine with B, though. I'm fine with B. Eric, what do you think? Do we got to put think, him in A? No, everything you said was perfect. Uh, he doesn't have the killer instinct. Just when you think the guy's going to take the next step, he regresses. Um, very talented, but he's above average. But man, very close to sinking that way if he doesn't. He doesn't clean his act up. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to develop that just that like <clears throat> psychopath mentality a little bit on the field. Uh, Hendon Hooker, F. I'm not excited about Hendon Hooker at all. I'm gonna go. Well, F. Is he gonna play on crutches? He's an F tier for next year. Well, he, he yeah, and also he's older than Jared Goff, so <laughs> which is like a problem. Jared Goff Bizarre. came into the league super young. He's been in the league for like eight years, and he's still like 28. I think he's like. He's like crazy. All right, Sam Howell, and this is Sam Howell, if you didn't know. I did not know. I had no Uh, idea. This picture is Sam Howell, and Sam Howell loves chicken strips, and also, uh, okay, Sam Howell likes chicken strips. I'm willing to put him the whole tier above. Did you look at his stats from the last game uh, of the season last year? Uh, He won. He threw for 169 yards, a touchdown, and interception. My thing about Sam Howell is, is that he, if you look at his college stats, he's a surprising runner. Yep. Like he's actually uh, moves pretty good on the feet. He had uh, 35 rushing yards on five attempts in the, in the last game of last season. I, I don't hate him. He's better than Heineke. So I got to in the Baker in. Mayfield tier. I think he's got to be in that D tier. I feel like we got to get Justin Fields out of this tier. Now that I'm seeing it develop, like, Justin Fields does not belong with Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, Sam Howell, and Taylor Heineke. Do we all agree on that? Can we move? I I, I said we I said we should put him in the D in the C tier. I I have him in my D tier, which includes all these guys that we mentioned, either not even on my board or in the F tier. So yeah, okay, let's put let's put him up a tier. We're 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 uh, we're, ah. we're spreading them out a little bit. Okay, Jalen Hurts. I think after what we saw last year, I, I got to put him in A. I, I think he really showed – he has, like, leadership qualities that are hard to quantify just in like the, the numbers. I hate to be that guy, but, like, people are killing, people, people are killing themselves for this guy. Could put him and in the also, W tier for he's, Eric Wedge. He's, he's also incredibly good looking. <laughs> he's got veteraniness. <laughs> which, which, is, which is weird, too, because, like, right here, we got, the, like, the two good-looking quarterbacks right next to each other. Jim Hurts and Jimmy G is the next one. But uh, I, I don't – so it's, he's a tier for you guys? I think he is. I, just the running then ability. They invented this stupid play where you push his butt to <laughs> to, to get him. He's he's better than Herbert for me. So I, he's either the very best B tier guy or the lowest A tier If guy. we're going off the the what we think he's going to go to this year and we're putting Justin Fields up a tier, then yeah, we're sticking him in A. Okay. And then Jimmy G is the next guy. Hard to... See, hey guys, what's the best ability? Availability. Oh, handsomeness. D. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I I don't know what to think. Jimmy G just is so bad, and he and he doesn't do anything great. Like, what's Jimmy G great at? Throwing at linebackers. (laughs) I know that's the thing. Like, at least like Jalen four more games a season. I'm glad you said that, Kevin. Or Justin Fields, or like all these guys. Like, I can point to like one thing they're good at. Like Jared Goff. Oh, he's good at throwing like short and intermediate passes accurately, right? Blowing out something in his leg, thinking he's more athletic than he is. What is Jimmy G good at? Like, (laughs) 
I don't I, know, before really. Kevin started with Networking. the jokes, I started to go through the list of like, well, what do I like in a quarterback? Nope, not that. <laughs> nope, not that. Kirk Cousins. B. Hmm. This would be a regretful B for me. I, I really want to you put him can't, in C. Statistically, I don't think you can put him in uh, a tier below uh, Gino and Dak based on the way the performance has been. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are good. They're always good. That's the problem with Cousins. It's like the thing is, B tier numbers, F tier human. But this is not the list of humans. This is the list of <laughs> what about What about C for church? <laughs> Is that is that that's why does that sway you, Kevin? C for church? No, no. Okay, Eric B. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, it's hard. I guess I guess we have to put him in B. Uh, Kyler, the... Kyler's not going to play F. We're just going to we're just going to skip that one. Uh, Lamar Lamar Jack Lamar Jackson. Whoa, there's going to be tons of XP weekends. He's going to play. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Sorry, man. He's just coming up a little short this year. Put him in D you know. for KD ratio. Um, Lamar. Lamar's beef tier for me. I, I agree. I agree completely. B. Right around above Gino. Above Dak? Uh, between Dak and Ale Bale, I would say about. I, got I, uh, I, might, I might put a bear above show him. It again. It's hard to say. So, so Lamar between Herbert and Dak. I like it. Okay. Do you know who this next guy is? Looks so traumatized. Too. I know. <laughs> I feel Levis. like I shouldn't know who that is. Yes, it is Will that Levis. That is Will Levis. Which, if you played behind his offensive line last year, you'd look like that too. Potential starting quarterback for your Tennessee Titans. Uh, D. F. F. Okay, we can do F. I don't care. I'll, I'll I, settle with whatever Kevin says. Okay, I think Levis could be fine depending on the offense. And oh, we have Heineke in the D tier. Okay, D tier. I was just say I like him better than Heineke. That's, that was my next point. Okay, uh, Jordan Love. Okay, also D. I, I love how I was like kind of getting excited about Jordan Love, and then the article comes out where they're like, "Pump the brakes. He might not be great in Week One." And I'm like, "Dude, you've had three years to get this guy ready. <laughs> what What have you been doing? How could Jordan Love not be ready? It's like, year good four. You Stop." <laughs> it's year four i i agree though d i mean i think there's a lot of potential here like i like the college tape and i do think he looks good in those preseason games and stuff i think he's right there with like baker where it's like okay you need to show me something i haven't seen i wouldn't be shocked if like baker's now healed from his shoulder thing and now he doesn't suck completely uh if love is like i don't know man he figured a few things out and they can run an offense a bit with it works okay uh, you you into D for uh for Jordan Love, Eric? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not worth not worth pondering about. Mac Jones also D. We all uh, in on C. that. You, oh, you think C. Mac, You think Mac Jones is better than Jimmy G? Yes, I think he's just like different Jimmy G. Uh, I, number one, Jimmy G that plays the entire season is better than Jimmy G. Okay. Number two, Jimmy G that's younger is better than Jimmy G. I mean, he had 14, uh, 14 touchdowns versus 11 interceptions last year. That's what I wrote down. And I, I was just like, man, he didn't improve. He got worse. He got worse from his rookie year to his second year. Can I All can I settle this by making you guys laugh, but also telling you how I really feel? Okay. I, I'm into I, it. Ju- <laughs> I, I just don't think he's as good as Jared Goff, guys. Well, that's clear. Jared well, then Goff. I can't put him in C tier. I got to put, put him in C I would much. Okay. I would take Jared. I don't care. I'll just put him in I C. Think they're the same, I think they're the same quarterback. I would the, much rather have Jared talent. Goff than uh, than the surrounding uh, talent Mac. on that New England offense was garbage. 
Mac was okay. The th- I heard another thing though about Mac Jones is I was listening to a podcast and they said that the New England Patriots coaches last year, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. They're they're like rookie offensive coordinators or whatever. Both of them, they had co-offense coordinators and neither of them had ever been offensive coordinators at any level of football before. And they were running an offensive system that they did not know. Okay, so they, so they're running offensive systems and the players would ask them questions like, "Hey, what do we do if the defense does this?" And they didn't know the answers because they had never run the offense before. So yeah, That's you're a right. Mac Jones is probably a C. He just he looked like a D last year because of uh, the pencil. Okay, uh, Patrick Mahomes S. I don't S. think we need to discuss it. Yeah, this is Matt. This is Matt Ryan. He's not playing this year. F. Do you know who this is? That's he hasn't neck. played the last couple. That, of years. that this is the neck. This is the neck. Davis Mills. And I, I had hope, but he's an F, right? Like we, uh, we I put can't. him in the D tier. <laughs> Aww. You want to put one of them F or D, Eric? Do you respect how much do you respect the neck? D for uh, the neck. Uh, I'll go with D for the neck or <laughs> F. Fine. F or forget the neck. All right. Next up, you guys, I'm going to let you guys try to guess who the next that one is. Kenny Pickett? It is Kenny yes. Pickett. Nice. I, I, I love how like fantasy uh, football. I like how unrecognizable some of these guys are starting to get though. Like Penny Pickett, uh, also D, right? <laughs> this he fits in. He fits in perfectly with these guys. Like the C. You, Kevin, you want to put him in C? I want to put him in look C. Also, his, look at his numbers in his play last year. He was fine. If, I feel like that's Pittsburgh, though. I feel like that's Pitt. They get the most out of their guys. Uh, that is so fine. The, so the thing about Kenny Pickett is uh, that I feel like it's a good coaching staff landing spot because. His short and intermediate passes and his deep passes are kind of all equally likely turnovers. Um, so they uh, they utilize the fact that he's actually a pretty good deep ball thrower. Like he was one of the better deep ball passers in the NFL last year. Yeah, but he had nine interceptions versus seven touchdowns. Like you cannot put that guy in the C tier with more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, but look at his quarterback wins. I was going to say quantifiable stats or not. The guy is a winner in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I, I, I'll just say this. If it was only me, I'd put him in D, but you guys both said C, so we'll do it. All right. Uh, next up is Brock Purdy. I think you, top, you put, top of A tier? I think if you put Kenny in, in C, we got to go at least that high, right? Uh, I don't know. I have him in D. You have him in D? Uh, I, I got to put him in if C. you want to put him in C, I'm okay with it. I think he belongs very close to wherever you put Kenny Pickett. That seem they seem like pretty equal on talent. They, to me. It's just a very I, better situation yeah. for Pickett, obviously. Uh, I mean, for 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 Purdy. Yeah, I was about to say I have Purdy. Uh, I have Purdy in D tier because that's where I have Jimmy G. Okay. And I think they're the same quarterback. You guys ready for Anthony Richardson? Uh, I'm very is he ready. I'm, is he ready I'm for the D tier. I'm very excited for Anthony Richardson. But I, I mean, he's going into D tier for now. Yes, he, he can't. Is. You cannot put him any higher than that. You, okay, I'm gonna let you guys try to guess who this next guy is. Hmm. <laughs> Just look deep into his eyes. You can do this. Gaze, gaze. It is Desmond Ritter. It is Desmond Ritter. You did yeah. it, Desmond Ritter. No, I figured Yo. it out. The black shirt. I was like what? black. Atlanta Falcons. D for Desmond. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's correct. He's he's very. Uh, He's, he's in that bigger not... love field area. Aaron Royers. It's a tough one. You want to trend it. You want to trend one. it. You want to trend it down, but like you can't put him any lower than the B tier still, right? He was the MVP two times in a row, two he's and three at the bottom of the B tier for me. Yeah, I, yes. agree. I agree. He's right there. He should be right there with Kirk Cousins. They're best friends now. Russell Carrington Wilson. Ooh. 
top of the C tier. This is this is the fun part. <laughs> put him lower than the goof, Kevin. Let's do it. Let's put it right hey, what below about Jared those, Goff. Those, what about those three games where he had like really good stats? Three games, guys. And what about the injury that he's going to claim every year from now until he retires? You want you want real reason that are probably real. You want a spicy hot Russell Wilson take right here? It's spicy. Spicy. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, Thanks for queuing us up. I think when Denver's bad this year, uh, Peyton makes him the fall guy. He just put <laughs> he puts he puts everything on Russ. All the bad press is for Russ. There's just stories leaking about Russ all the time. He makes Russ just the fall guy. And then just that was that's him, they already did that last out, year. Shoves him out the door. Uh, uh, what else are you going to leave? I don't Russell know. Wilson. I don't know how they do that. How they get rid C of him for with that Carrington. Contract. Anyway, um, there's there's upside here. Obviously, we've seen it for years. There's upside if he starts running again. If they change the offense a little bit to get him moving and, and stuff. There's no but, way he's going to start running again. He's too old. He's too thick. Fit. And he's. He's they try to make cartilage. him a, a stand and deliver quarterback and have him sit in the pocket and play point guard like they did with Drew Brees. He's going to suck. Don't forget so that guy tore knee ligaments in 2015 or whatever. He took. Um, did, you, did you know he set a new career high in sacks last year after they yes. all that after all that talk about oh he's not going to get touched in Denver. You know why he's you know why he's in C tier because Aaron Rodgers is going to show. The Jets, what a true quarterback looks our, like. Our Australian and Russell fans. Wilson seriously can't step into a new situation and lead a team. C-tier. Our Australian fans know why he's in the C tier, and um, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you figure out that joke. All right, uh, Vegemite. Mm-hmm, there's a C. Go ahead, Australians I'm, yeah, really I like uh, Stafford. C also. Yes. I feel like he might just be too injured at this point. If he's not injured, he's B. He belongs in B. If he's like, because he's he was basically a human jugs machine before before. Uh, for the injuries, but now I don't know what he is anymore. It's really this is like one of the hardest guys in the whole thing to place. Anyway, uh, see Eric, you want to fight for anything else? For no, uh, for I can't fight Stafford. for Stafford. I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, if Kyler Murray's not playing, Stafford going to play? Trey Lance, Ugh. D tier for me. You have Lance next. I have Stroud next. Oh, that is C.J. Stroud. Yeah, Lance's hairline is way worse than this. Okay, yeah, C.J. Stroud. Sorry. Good eye, Kevin. Uh, well, then D. Uh, D uh, still. Also, uh, yeah, either D or F. I think I think Stroud should be ahead of Howell and Ritter. So I think we're in D tier here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tannehill. C. God, he's the worst C tier. Kevin, Kevin, why do you have? Uh, I have him. uh, Okay, so number one, um, his actual play was not that bad last year. Uh, It's being blown out of proportions. He had a like a absolutely garbage uh, wide receiver situation. That offensive line has fallen off of a cliff. Um, I think that his numbers would be very similar to a lot of the other quarterbacks we have in C tier if there wasn't such a dip in surrounding talent. He fits in good with like the Daniel Joneses of the world and the Jared Goffs. I think the the goof is better than Tannehill, but yeah, I agree. Um, Okay, Uh, Trevor Lawrence B. Probably like probably Probably working his way up towards the top of B tier. Like like, Uh, I have him neck and neck with Dak. Yeah, I I like that. It's actually where I put him. I put him between Dak and Geno. That's exactly what I did, Kevin. You're you're in my head. You got this next one, Kevin. Who is that? Uh. Come on, you got this. You know, you should know every red-haired player in the NFL. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> it's, racist. <laughs> it's Kyle. It's Kyle Trask. 
who was in an open open QB competition with with Baker Mayfield in Tampa. Yikes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? F, though. Kyle Trask. I'd put him below Matt Ryan, who I'm pretty confident is not going to play this year. I don't think I put him that low, but yeah. He's terrible. Kyle Trask, man. I did not like the college tape and nothing he – I just – no, I'm out. I'm out on Trask. Uh, okay, Kyle, Kyle Trask, because we need two Mike Whites. <laughs> I think he's worse than Mike White somehow. Uh, much. The worse. name is so serious. All right, Kyle this Trask. is this is Trey Lance, and I'm going F. Wow, this guy's taken like 180 football snaps in the last like five years, and he's some 24 years old. Like he didn't even play that much in high school. I looked it up. Yeah, I know. This this is just it's it it was a big swing. And I appreciate what the 49ers were doing, actually, because you could see like in the limited amount of snaps, like the potential. But it's basically just they flush three draft picks down the toilet. This guy is not not it. He's too many injuries. I don't care if he practices in the summer with Patrick Mahomes. He's not good. F. Yep. Um, yep. Eric. All right. Um, Tua. I'm going to let Eric go first. Where, where would you put Tua? Uh, I'm going to put Tua in C. Because I don't know if he's going to play a full season. The uh, concussions thing is worrying. I'm right there with you. It's worrying, but also like it's concerning. Meaning, I'm worried for his play. I'm concerned for his well being. You um, want you want my you want my conspiracy uh, conspiracy thing? You're I think I know this? what it is. Go for it. So Tom Brady said he won't play until 2024. I think he is just training super hard, and if Tua has an injury, he's like ready to go. He's like, yes. I am ready to step in if Tua gets concussed. I if not, right. I will you're just right. take the season off and be an announcer next year. But if Tua goes down and that's it for him, I'm coming in and I'm saving the Dolphins season because I'll get to throw to freaking Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and it will be so easy. And he'll probably be able to draw stupid Gronkowski out of retirement too. So yeah, um, that's my conspiracy thing. I actually have Tua in B tier though. I think he's pretty solid. If he stays I healthy, also have him in B. If he's, he's really healthy, good. he's B tier. But he's healthy, just, he's like kind of almost A tier. Like this he's is like what we talked really about with good. Matt Matt Stafford, though. So that's that's why I have him in C. If you guys want to put him in B, I'm not mad about it. He's yeah. I, I have him at the very bottom of B. So I think the I fact feel like that it's he a different kind of injury situation because his concussion will either keep him from playing or he'll be able to play well. Stafford's got a back, which means he could limp through playing really poorly. Everyone has a back. Thanks, Al Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to do that. I, I've always wanted to say that to Al Michaels, uh, so I, I had to settle for you, Kevin. I'm sorry. Because uh, when he goes, oh, he has a knee. Everyone has a knee, Al. Like, I just wanted to, I've always wanted to be in a situation where I could say that. I had to, I had to settle well, for this. Congratulations. You live the dream. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, R. For, H. For, for rapists. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like if I'm just evaluating his football talent, he probably belongs at the bottom of this B tier. Uh, uh actually, he was bad. He was pretty bad last year, but I do feel like he he was knocking off the rust and that team was really unsettled. I expect him to be better than he was last year this year. You could reasonably I would put him with Russ and Stafford at the top of C where he needs to kind of prove because that's the other thing was I believe you mean apexed, Russ and Goff at the uh, top of he, C. He apexed uh the season before uh everyone found out what a creep he was. And then he sat out a season, and then he looked like trash last season. So he he has some proven he has some proven issues. I I agree. Deshaun Watson, where's where are you at with Deshaun here, Eric? He, I mean, didn't play a lot last year. He wasn't super good in the games that he played. What what do you think? I think you kind of have to put him in C for um, massage. 
Um, <laughs> I I can't say the word. This is a children's show. Uh, uh, for for uh, for our Australian's favorite word again. Exactly. Yeah, I can't I can't put him in B only because he hasn't played that well in a while, and it's been a couple of years, and he's got to prove it. And with the Browns, I don't feel like oh well, the Browns are gonna be a lot better this year. Eh, I don't I don't see that. Speaking of speaking of needing to prove it, here's a guy that's uh that's on a uh, he's not on a team yet, but he said he's willing to accept a backup role. And that's Carson Wentz, and that's an F. I'm right. also willing to accept the league minimum paycheck, guys. <laughs> uh, Bryce Young. I'm excited about Bryce Young, but man, when they those videos of him in Carolina are like, <laughs> whoa, it looks like an eighth grader is out there. Like, holy smoke. I know he's small. I knew he was small, but like seeing him next to Ikim and Kwangu is like, whoa, this guy is. Yeah, he's really small. Uh, I don't know, but he's for now. He's a D. He should be right next to Richardson in the like prove it, but but not great category. I would put him in C. I, I don't think that he's, he's very smart. Uh, I think he's uh, I think his skill set is like if Brock Purdy was projectable instead of just will never be anything but what he is right now. Kevin, have you looked at the Carolina Panthers wide receiver depth chart, though? Uh-huh. It is. Wow. This is just it's harrowing. Adam mm. Thielen, the corpse <laughs> of Adam Thielen, Terrace Marshall Jr., LaVisca Chanel and DJ Chark. Like it is. All right, but yeah, he probably will get the most out of those guys. I agree. It, I think it's gonna be like Trevor Lawrence season one, where he doesn't impress us, and everyone's kind of down on him. And then he just—he's so smart and and put together that he's just gonna work his way up this chart every season until he's eventually like Lawrence is gonna be an A next year. I'm already just telling you, I almost just put him in A this year. Like I was just like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is awesome, and he's getting more awesome every game he plays. So, so yeah, yep. I'm, I'm with that. That's why I think Bryce Young is going to be on the same trajectory. Oh, he's, he wasn't as good. He was the one Oh one and he's just not the best right away. Well, not everyone's the best right away. I mean, look at Baker Mayfield now, rookie of the year. Baker Mayfield is uh, now just garbage. So it just happens. Hey, Eric, do you know who the next person is? I was going to say, guys, I'm, I'm sticking him in D tier. I don't care what you say. Mel uh, Hunter, Mel Hunter, Zach, <laughs> Zach Wilson. You put him, put him in D? M for Mel Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was Zach Wilson because uh, earlier I was like, wait, is that Zach Wilson? No, no, that's not him. So I knew he'd come up and sure enough, it's the last guy. I, I just thought like, I, that's kind of why I picked this tier list instead of like a one that had more narrow quarterbacks. Cause it was kind of fun to talk about these guys that, are you know they're fighting for their spot or whatever or there's these unsettled quarterback situations or they're zach wilson the milf hunter you know <laughs> those are all fun. i'm putting i'm putting uh zach wilson in f tier because when you get beat out for your job by white mike you you yeah, get the f tier i think good. you're right he's very not good and but i love that he's he he's saying all the right things just like he did in at byu i always loved <laughs> that he was always like anyone anytime any place and then they played coastal carolina and lost so <laughs> oh, whoops <laughs> That was that was kind of my my favorite. So, all right, there are many ways to support the Seahawks Nest podcast. The best way to do so: head over to Patreon.com/slash/SeahawksNest for a little as dollar twenty four a month. Uh, join the join the Patreon, get in there. Uh, we will post uh, our our movie club topic and our quarterback tier list in the thing. By the way, only S tier was Patrick Mahomes, which I think is completely fair, especially with an A tier this tight because the A tier is Allen, Burrow, and Hurts, and that's it, which is like also super tight. Like the fact that we kind of segmented those four guys off i think is correct i think that was perfect and also adding the f tier saved us from like a 18 person d tier so yeah, either either either, the, either way it's right it's right the c tier is, <laughs> is the biggest which is objectively correct okay anyway uh thank you to supporting the show emmanuel andy brett 
Cooper, do it all for the Tucci, Evan, Flocktimus, Gavin, Greta, James, Jose, Joshua, Lucas, Malcolm, Micah, Rad Dad, Nikki C, Ryan, Timothy, Tom, Astro, Blake, checking them out, Washington Fish Quest on YouTube, Bob, Casey, Daniel, David, Foles, Jay, Luke, Michelle, Mike, Mike, Richard, Thomas, Warwolf, Brandon, and Nick. All right. So that was fun. We made a tier list. This one, I just want to give letter grades. I, I want to simplify the process a little bit. And you can, this way we all get to have our own say. We all get to do our thing. I'm going to post this, my spreadsheet. I'm going to actually share it to you guys right now. Um, and I say everyone who with the link can view it. So here's that one. And I'll post it on the Discord as well in just a minute. So these are the uh, 2023 schedule reveals. And I just want to start before we go with this this is our movie club topic this week because we watched all the schedule reveals before we do this though eric how do you feel that schedule reveal is now an event i mean it's the nfl that's what they want to do everything wants needs to be an event the draft is you know some people said like eric why'd you go watch the draft at buffalo wild wings that's the biggest non-event in sports and i was like i don't know i wanted to watch first round i thought it was cool um everything's an event with the nh nfl they got a you know, pump up the league somehow in the dead time. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like that everything's just get ter- getting turned into like a TV or social media event. And it's, it's wild. It's like not everything needs to be an event. And this might be one of those things. Cause some of these are very good and entertaining. And some of these are extremely bad. And so, so like maybe, not maybe not everything needs to be an event, but let's go through, we'll go through, we're going to start in the AFC East. Uh, it goes East, North, Southwest. And you'll see if you, if, if you are in the discord, uh, this spreadsheet is in, is going to be in the Patreon channel and you can just follow along. If you'd like pause, watch the video and then give us your, give your grade along with us. So we'll start out with nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo bills. Um, this, this one starts off with, they put, uh, the coach or no, that's not the coach. It's the GM says that they put yep. a dream bucket in the, in the <laughs> locker room. And then, then it shows the players kind of like fulfilling their dreams. I gave it a B because the dreams weren't that funny, <laughs> but the concept is good and it was well-made and the pacing was correct, which is a problem in a lot of these. So I gave it a B. What'd you give it, Kevin? Uh, you're going to notice the way that my grading ended up working because I went a little differently. So this is a C. It exists. It is fine. It is adequate. Eric, what would you think of the Bills? Uh, I'm going B because of production value. It wasn't, whether it was good or bad, they really, I think they missed the assignment with how hard they tried. This, this, this one like really had like the, like correct blend of like pacing and like mid budget production value, like where it was like snappy and produced well, but not like too nice. Speaking of ones that were produced too nice, Miami Dolphins. Ken, what'd you think of this weird movie theater parody that the uh, Dolphins did? That was an F. It was super disconnected. It was not like if I didn't know going in, it was going to be a schedule reveal. I kind of would have missed that it was a schedule reveal because the way things were just like thrown up there like a graphic. I felt like it was the end credits when I beat a Dolphins video game. I just don't think we need to have like a <laughs> AMC, the AMC movie theater uh parody thing it was not well there were not enough mixed race couples that were eating out of the same popcorn bin for i didn't give i didn't give it an f though because it was not the (laughs) worst it was not one of the worst ones uh there were some some clearly worse ones i gave it a d again you will see i gave three grades a c and f oh you're just like you're like i'm not getting granular with it okay it's either i gave it a A, bad or good i give it a d for dolphins as well although (laughs) following up on the on the amc movie theater intro you know if you're not going to be better than that, why try? Because I yeah, get jacked was, up every time I see a movie. 
And also, and you just know, do not you, get me jacked do up. Do you stand up schedule. and salute? Do you stand up and salute the AMC theater intro? <laughs> no, no I, I like to pretend please, please that rise, I'm please rise. that I'm on the roller coaster. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah they, I'm on the they did that. Coaster. They did that joke in this mo- in this video for sure. Yeah, poorly. Okay, uh, yeah, it was not good. A New England Patriots schedule, Eric. Uh, it was pa- Patriots retirement home starring Devin McCourty. So what'd you what'd you think of that one? I mean, it it looked like any other internet video or Facebook video for a team. Uh, I thought it was cool they were trying to be funny i'm giving it a d i thought okay all of these have bad cameos like nearly all of these have some level of bad cameos this one at least it was like all former players doing like a small joke so i also I didn't like c- the the candy corns on the wall i didn't understand that i gave it a c because i thought like if this was seahawks themed and there was like walter jones doing a thing and stuff like that like i would be i would be like into it I just don't I don't know who any of the Patriots legends are, so it was hard for me to go any higher than that, but it seemed fine. Uh so I give it a C. Uh I mean I knew who a lot of the players were. That didn't really help me that much. I don't feel like it was C. It was adequate. You did the thing. I wish that there are a number of these where I'm like, I wish you'd have more clearly revealed the schedule. Uh yes. This one did, was not that was not the problem I felt like though. Like the, No, that's why it's the, adequate. Yeah. Okay. New York football jets. Uh, this was a parody of the YouTuber Rainbolt, who is like famous for doing GeoGuessr and guessing really quickly. They had him live GeoGuess based on one frame, uh, and he could only see it for like half a second, and it was black and white. <laughs> then they had him try to guess what city it was, and he did very well because this guy is like a savant for this stupid geography game. I'm just going to admit, I'm a subscriber to this guy on YouTube, and I thought that this was a great parody of like kind of his thing, his shtick, and it was funny. I gave it an A. I liked I liked the jet schedule reveal. It was not like um fancy or or like a great joke. It was just like s- solid solid idea, solidly executed. That was my review of the Jets one. Ken, what'd you think? F. <clears throat> F. Uh, <laughs> like it. it wow. Uh, it, it did nothing for me. And also they didn't do a good job of showing the picture that he was looking at. Oh no, you couldn't see it because you could only see it for like one second. Yeah, exactly. Right. But and so it made I wish it they would have shown it. I wish they would have shown it for longer, but it was it was funny that he was because like it. his jokes didn't land because he was like riffing off of the picture, and so it was it was a big fat nothing burger for me. I mean, he wasn't even making jokes. That's just like what his videos are like, Kevin. He just like he'll be like, "Oh, it's a north south road. Oh, it's a bridge. Oh, I, I know." It. Like it's just like this guy's like a I don't know how to explain it. It's so weird how good this well, guy is. It's, okay, they, we've played sorry. GeoGuessr during the pandemic. We played yes, it like yes, and it was fun. Well, this I thought it was crazy. kind of a joke he was making when he was like, oh, well, it's a strip mall and a parking lot. It's got to be Dallas. So, <laughs> but no, that's was. just accurately describing Dallas. Yeah, he no, that's just like he just knows that's what Dallas looks like. That makes it even better <laughs> and even worse. Uh, still enough. Still, yeah, if you if you don't like get the bit, though, it's not this is I could see how this could be an F for a lot of people. If I you disagree. Like, I had no okay. idea who this guy was. I watched it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was ridiculously odd. A plus. All right, all right. Me and Eric on the Rainbow parody corner. Okay, uh, Eric, start us off. Baltimore Ravens. They had Lamar Jackson do it. I, uh, I mean, he did it. Um, <laughs> they were very excited. Lamar resigned. They were like, "Get in here. Let's record some audio yeah. of the schedule reveal." Hey, uh, I know that you just resigned. Get to work. Also, okay, can you can you get your agent in here to read the schedule reveal? Also, can you do your hair like Viola Davis, please? <laughs> Man, that was a great joke because he's his own agent. Come on, guys. I F know. Him. I this know. This one sucked. <laughs> This is like one of the worst ones. I'm going to give it a D for Dravens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin, what'd you think? 
it accurately showed what the schedule was. It showed it long enough for me to be able to track it as we went. And it had clips highlighting football plays. It's a C. It is the it most adequate thing so ever made. It was so boring. Oh, it was like, compared to the good ones, it was so boring. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Some kind of weird, like, apps thing. Like where they're, It you're was clicking. like it's somebody doing their TikTok feed it was no it was something. not like that though it was like um it was, it was like, like I'm it was back like in the, tiktok if you don't know how tiktok works it was like i'm back in the pandemic and i'm working <laughs> from home and all these apps keep opening like teams and uh, zoom and stuff and then they're showing me the football schedule for cincinnati Bengals for some reason i did not like this one there were ones that were very like tiktok feed focused this one felt um it was like weird it's like someone was clicking apps on a phone or something i don't know what how else to explain it it was not good though i did not like it d i gave it a d did anyone get Kevin, you gave I'm, a C, I'm guessing. No, I gave an F. It's wholly inadequate. It did not give me a good idea about the schedule. It was there's hard to of, figure out, too. There's it was a bunch confusing. of random crap on there, and it also gave some of the games out of order by week number. That's a that's an instant pet peeve of mine. Yeah, that feels right. Uh, I'm old, and this is way too busy, and so it really yes. messed with my old man uh, little idiosyncrasies, and I gave it an F. All right, I could I could be definitely talked into an F. Was, I was like, I did not understand this at all. I don't like it. Okay, the Browns. The Browns was like a cartoon Royal Rumble announced by The Miz, uh, where Brownie the Elf beat up all of the like, made-up characters that represented the other teams. This was better than it had any right to be, but also way too effing long. Like It was like a million years long, and I could not stick with it. I gave it a C, though, because like it... Like Kevin said, it revealed the schedule. It was lightly entertaining, and uh, it was fine. This is C. This is like so C for me. It was way too long. You cannot make this. If this video is nine minutes long, it better be the Jaguars video, which we'll get to later. It started <laughs> off with an S plus as they began with a skyline chili joke, and then just it kept going and going and yeah. going and, and none going. Of the, and also, and it was the same joke the whole time. It was if the same Bradley joke Elf the whole didn't time, suck right? So much, like yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it worked its way down to a C. It started off as an A, though. I agree. And also, they didn't use the AI mascot that I love a lot, and that takes it down to a C. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, there was like a P- it was like a parody of World War II-era PSAs starring Zach, Gen- Zach Gentry. Uh, First of all, why is Zach he- Gentry? Yeah, exactly. I was like, if you don't know who Zach Gentry is, <laughs> join everyone else who's not like a hardcore Steelers fan. Because like it's like their third string tight end. It'd be like if we did our schedule reveal, but it was all it was all centered around Cody Hollister or not. No, no. Uh, Cody, <laughs> Parkinson. Cody Parkinson, Cody, Cody Parkinson, Cody uh, Parkinson. The other thing is that they only just like got to the very end and then just flashed up a graphic of the schedule real quick, yeah. which was that. Honestly, that is the thing that killed it for me. If they would have like done the like vault boy schedule review where they show like different tips and each tip has something to do with the team. That would have been solid, but instead, it was it was honestly kind of lazy. This was the longest three minutes I could have seen. <laughs> That's how I felt about it. I was like, "How long is this thing?" Oh my gosh, it's three minutes on the dot. This is like twenty minutes. Uh, F D. I don't care. I gave it a D, but it was because it's not one of the worst ones. I hated the Lamar one more, but the, the AFC North just sucked in general. Like it was like the the, the worst one. There was no redeeming qualities. It's almost as bad. There's one other division that was almost as bad. Um, you gave it an F, Kevin, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, Houston Texans. It was like a block part. They did a block party and then a drone flew around and they had a bunch of little skits in it. It was horrible. F. 
It was about as good as the Texans franchise. I'm giving it an F because there's another one that we're going to review later that was more or less the exact same thing. And it also gets an F. So this is an F. <laughs> I, I like to say only it does it a little better. But no, I agree. This is an F. There's no redeeming quality to this one. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, they did. A, this one was nine <laughs> minutes long, but it did not feel nine minutes long. I actually got sucked into watching most of it. Um, they had two of their players, Buck and Grove, eat the schedule. Uh, so basically they would serve they got them a defensive meal. defensive linemen to do it, which was yes. like the A two- number one good choice two big dudes eating, eating food and then trying to guess. So the first one they bring them and they don't tell them what the food is too. So the first one they bring them out, these like, they look like chicken nuggets. And then these like, they're like, is it chicken nuggets? And they're like, no, it's not chicken nuggets. And then one of them goes, a case kind of like gator tail. And then he's like, is this Jaguars? <laughs> and like that. And that's basically like the whole video. It's like them eating food and then trying to figure out what team it goes with. And there's the Rams a, one. There's a good bit in the middle. Yeah. Where the Rams, where they bring out a piece of kale and then spray it with water. And then they call like, it essence of water. Yeah. And then, and then Buck, DeForest Buckner just looks so confused. He's like, what? And then, uh, and then, and then no, he uh, goes, he goes, it's from somewhere they don't eat food. And the other guy's like, oh, LA. And then he's like, LA. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, uh, I yeah, I thought it was pretty funny, it. especially the intro that kind of gave it that that YouTube show look. Although uh, my video was a video of Jim Ursay uh, drunk playing the acoustic guitar, singing about the schedule, and that was <laughs> that was an F minus, guys. So Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they did like a longer <laughs> thing about the script, and there was two script ones. So do you want it? Let's do them both now. Okay, the Saints also did a script one. And um, I'll say this. The Jaguars one was so much better than the Saints script one. The Jaguars uh, one made the Saints one that was OK seem so bad. Yes. Like the Jaguars one was like really funny and had it so many like, good bits. It was a decent Saturday Night Live skit. And then the, the Saints <laughs> yeah. one, you watched it and you're like, wow, this is like the the Walmart version of the Jaguars one. Like, <laughs> it was really if, the, if the Jaguars one didn't exist, like this one is completely fine. I might've gave the saints one like a B or an A if the Jaguars one didn't exist, but I gave the saints one a C and this one an A plus. This was one of my favorites. Maybe my favorite one to be honest really? with you. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, I'm giving it wonderful. a B because of a lack of Jackson Deville. That Jacksonville wasn't it. The, Not the, enough. Jackson Deville did the hip shake and then I, he looked at him and goes, this is a family program. <laughs> Not enough. That's why it gets the B. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Uh, I love it. Okay. And then Tennessee Titans, they did two. The official one is the stupid concert one, which is one of the worst ones. Uh, It has has Seamus in it and everything else about it sucks. Uh, So that's an F. They did a man on the street thing that went viral on Twitter. It was like very, very entertaining. That wasn't their official schedule reveal, though. The official schedule reveal was the the video one, the concert. So I just want you guys to know that the man on the street thing, I would give an A to Eric. Did I you agree. See no, the, the man on the street was way better. Yeah. It's weird that it's weird. They should have just stuck with that. They should have just deleted the other one. Been like, we put a lot of work into this, but Dude, the, uh, the, <laughs> uh, the way that people so confidently said Cowboys for the Colts both times yeah, just had funny. me dying. It was so good. Yeah. A for the A for the, the Twitter team and uh, F minus for the rest of the social media team that came up with that YouTube video. Uh, okay. Denver Broncos. It was a Peyton Manning office parody, Eric. What'd you think? I mean, it's you got to go with a, a great quarterback. You know, if you don't have one on the roster, you got to bring a legend in. You know, you don't want some guy that no one cares about or that people are mad at or people don't want to really connect to doing the schedule reveal. So, yeah, I'd give this a C. 
I thought it was pretty mid as well. I gave it a C also. I like that they had Angela from the office in the whole thing, but it was not funny. And the sound levels were really bad. I I think that this is a reasonable F, but like I gave it an F because it dragged because of the issues with it just being unfunny. And then the beginning was so loud and then it got quiet and it was like, I don't, this is, yeah, the sound levels were, which I, I know that coming from me, the guy who doesn't check sound levels well enough is pretty rich. But, <laughs> Kevin's but, grading system though is kind of helping me see the light a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you know what, Kevin, you're right. It wasn't a C. Uh, I still stuck with C though because I thought the concept was good and Peyton Manning is funny and okay anyway Kansas City Chiefs did like this boring Instagram reels thing I gave it a D I could see it I I bet you Kevin's gonna give this an F though (laughs) that's that's my prediction I gave it an F because it also did not uh, display the schedule as adequately as I would like for being as basic as it was Eric would you Uh, you have an opinion on this child labor that little kid who was reading with the headset I don't know why he was there and I'll give it a D well, they had to give uh, him a day off from his 2 a.m. McDonald's shift. It's like a man-child. That's why I made that joke. You guys didn't like it. Screw you. The Raiders one, uh, I did not like. It was way too long. It, it was taking itself way too seriously, and it was really yes. boring. It had a lot of cameos, <laughs> but they were all boring, uh, more mostly boring. I gave it an F. I hated the Raiders one. Eric, what did you too, think of the Raiders? Too much slow-mo. Way too much slow-mo. What am, I, what am I watching? It's not that exciting. You guys need to win some games before you try and get excited. I just felt like I was waiting for them to display the next team. Yeah, it was like four. It was like four minutes long, but it felt like it was 15 minutes long. Uh, Chargers did anime again. It was great. A. I don't think we need to talk about this one too much. So many little things to see in every screen grab. A. Yeah, there's like there's like little treats in every in every scene. This one and the Jaguars one were were top top tier. When they stop doing that, it's going to be a dark day. That yeah, it's it's hard though. Like I mean, you can. I don't know. It feels like he can only do it so many times. Anyway, uh, Dallas Cowboys did this like really weird, like um, cowboy. Oh, we're God. making it. We're making a cowboy movie. We're making a Western. Uh, yeah, they yellow, did it like Taylor Sheridan talent or something. Taylor. No, it's Taylor Sheridan from Yellowstone. And he's like making an episode of uh, Cowboys football. I don't really understand like what the, the seed of it was. It was just boring. It was really long and like just did not. I did not care about it at all. There's I'm, a lot of I, singing. I didn't want F Kevin. Yeah. F. F for me as well. New York Giants uh, did a. They had their players do an escape room. Um, as you guys know, I always love players doing things that are like not football like this, and like their genuine excitement whenever like someone would open a secret door or something <laughs> would happen was just really fun for me. It was not like the best schedule reveal, so like I gave it a C. But it was like I if I loved the Giants like the way I love the Seahawks, like this would be an A if it was a Seahawks video for me. So I can I I can't give it like a horrible grade because of that. So that, there you go. Uh, Eric, what'd you think? I think that's a perfect way of capturing it. Total C. Yeah, see, it adequately revealed the schedule. Well, like, again, if Between Two Belors was doing this, I would be uh, all in. So I understand why it was good. Uh, Eagles. Eagles did uh, dogs, Eric. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I Mid to D. I was just kind of weird. I didn't. It was just like, it was just, it was very like utilitarian. Like, these are dogs. This is our schedule. Some of these I, f- I skipped. Through it's not, I was it's watching. not on you. It's not on YouTube for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, I had to go to their site. I thought it was weird. Kind of made me uncomfortable for that reason. Like I have to go somewhere secret to watch this. I don't like that. Right. What'd you think? I'm a C for you probably. Cause it, it was, was a C cause it was completely adequate, except they didn't put it on YouTube. So it's an F because accessibility <laughs> is part of what's important. Uh, Washington man, Manders. Uh, they did like this major Tuddy does chat chat GPT thing uses chat GPT to make the schedule reveal. 
um, problems. This movie is five minutes long, but feels like it takes a lifetime to finish. Uh, and also just like anytime the chat GPT thing was happening, it was like really not good. I was like, and they make took this stop. so long to actually reveal the schedule. Like, oh, yeah. they took 30 seconds of premise and it was like two minutes of a five minute video. And it was like, oh, make it stop. I was like, I was like, oh, I felt about it. Uh, points for Major Tutty, otherwise F. Uh, Chicago Bears. They did a parody of the show The Bear. Um, this was probably the most fun. Lots of cameos. One like where it's just A like, plus Seth Rollins. A yeah, plus. Seth Rollins was good in this. I I liked this one, and I also really liked The Bear, the show. So I thought it was sweet. I don't know. I and Kevin's probably going to knock it down to C because it didn't do a great job revealing the schedule. But you put Peanut Tillman and Seth Rollins in a video, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go. For I it, felt so. like it didn't adequate job of revealing the schedule. Like if I was trying to get the information, I could have gotten it from this video. Um, yeah. And what they did would made up for that for me. I think that's I think it's a solid A. All right, sweet. I, I, I like this one quite a bit. And the Detroit Lions, they did like an AI voice parody thing where the coaches were playing Madden. Like kind of like they make those videos where you see like Trump and uh, Biden are playing and Obama are all playing Minecraft and then they start talking and it's funny. But it was instead of them, it was Dan Campbell and they're, I'm presuming that other guy was like their offensive coordinator or something. I don't know. Yes. I don't know the Detroit Lions coaching and staff goof. that well. Um yeah, and Goof was in it. Um I don't know. I'm actually gonna bump this one up a level, but Kevin, what do you think? Uh, it was C. It was a completely adequate video. It was entertaining enough for what it was. Yeah, I got I bumped it up to a C from a D there because especially comparing to some of the things I've given D's to so far, it was definitely better <laughs> than a lot of those. <laughs> Eric. Uh Madden made it watchable. Um it, it's fine. A, like I, every time Dan Campbell commented on something that happened in the Madden game, it made me laugh because he was he'd always say something that was very like not Dan Campbell to me. I don't know. Uh, all right. The Green Bay Packers did like an infomercial. Eric, what would you think of that? I actually liked it. I was I, I thought it showed the schedule. It, it held my attention, which is, you know, some of these I was like, is it funny? Is it too long? I'm going to give this an A. I thought like if this was a Seahawks video, I'd have loved it. And it, it it wasn't too like, hey, let's bring in a you know a player to to be funny. It was just like, hey, here's some graphics with the schedule. Enjoy. I actually am going to bump up to a B. I'm you, I had it at C, but you've kind of convinced me a little bit uh, that of the error of my ways there. It was snappy. I wrote the word snappy down. I was like, this is snappy. It gets down to business. It's it's running through the the things. It's mildly entertaining. Gets the job done. Kevin, that, that sounds like a C for you. Is that, was that's that right? A, that's an A because a C is adequate. And A, it actually had an entertainment factor. So okay. it, it gets that little bump. Yeah, that, that's super solid. Um, All right, Minnesota Vikings. It was like they did like a like a long take from a shaky drone. <laughs> that's what, It was like really janky, though, because the drone was like kind of. And the thing is, they did a good job of like when they needed to stabilize it to show the schedule. They did a good job of that. But like the plot and the through line of like this janky drone going around and seeing the stuff that's happening in the Vikings facility. Also, there was like announcing during it, like a like football announcing. I don't know. I did not like this. And also it, it started off with Kirk Cousins talking, which is just a bad way to start. So anything. do either of you feel like it did a good job of letting you see what the schedule was and know what the schedule was? No. At least the first couple times that like I felt like the drone really slowed down on the schedule reveal stuff. But like but did if it you really ask like me, show you like week by week? No, I felt like no. it was out of order too, wasn't it? Out of order. Yes, which is a big pet peeve. <laughs> F. Um, okay. Uh, this Eric. this was basically the movie, uh, the Brown Bunny, like the first ninety five percent of that movie, the by Vincent Gallo. It was uh, terrible. 
Uh, okay. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. It's it was TikToks, and they weren't that good. You know, you know how Deep. I feel about TikToks. See? I'm old. I didn't like the rolling comments. F. Okay. Kevin. It did reveal the schedule <laughs> in order, if I remember correctly. You did. And it did uh, give all the information necessary. Um, it's completely unmemorable. I can't, I'm actually having trouble remembering anything from it. So I guess that makes it a C. It had Quavo in it. That's that's the only thing I remember. Uh, okay. Carolina Panthers. Way to make Atlanta not interesting. Good job. Ca- Carolina Panthers. It was the Maury show. I I kind of actually liked this, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it, I gave it a. I'm moving it up to a B. Kevin, what'd you think of the more Carolina Panthers Maury show? It's a C just because the script didn't come off as entertaining enough to like put it up with the Packers infomercial, which was the very bottom of the A barrel for me. It's because it was so much looser than the yeah than the than the thing. It was like anyway, Eric, what'd you think? Uh, I'm giving it a C. It was it was fine. It didn't really care too much. We talked a little bit about the Saints script uh, earlier. Would anyone give it a grade higher than a C, or is it kind of C zone now? Did it yeah, get kind of friend job of giving friend zone because of the Jaguars? Uh, Buccaneers. Give the schedule, Eric. okay? It was fun. Eric, what do you think uh, of the Bucks schedule release really skip with the mascots? Uh, you know, anything with mascots is going to make me happy. Uh, there's also a lot of the old Buccaneer logo uh, in the background, which I always appreciate, uh, and with the mascot. So I'm going to go ahead and give it an A. Oh wow! I hated like the laugh tracks and like the the royalty free music and the robot voices. This was like made for someone who's not me. I guess you were the guy. I don't know. I, I you know how I feel about the old swashbuckler logo, man. Come on, Cream Sickle was in the background, kind of giving me hope done, we're gonna see it. They could have done anything basically, and you would have been fine with it as long as it had the old swashbuckler on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I I also have nostalgia for the creamsicle um, and it did give the schedule in order uh, and adequately allowed me to know what the schedule of the team was. See, there was one good joke when he said, like, he got a little persistence in a peg leg or something Uh, that that one got like a like a wry smile out of me. Maybe I should. Maybe F was too harsh. All right. You guys convinced me. D Uh, Arizona, (laughs) Arizona Cardinals. It wasn't even a YouTube video. It was a YouTube short. And it was like five seconds long. Kyler throws a, or no, it wasn't even Kyler. Someone throws a football. Oh, it's Kyler. And then it, and then it shows a schedule. And it shows a schedule. He, he's lazily That's throwing it. a football, and then he uh, throws it with some force at the camera. And Th- then throw you back, see throw back to a simpler time, right, Eric? Before schedule, before <laughs> schedule reveals. This was basically this is basically a proto schedule reveal. But among this group of videos, and also it. It's not the worst one, but I hated it. You know what? And for that reason, you sold me on it. Okay. So it was it was a proto video. It's an A. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think A is unreasonable for this because like it it just got the job done. Like if I was an Arizona Cardinals fan and I wanted to know the schedule, I know the schedule. And I'm not excited about the season anyway. I'm like, this yeah, is so- like a this is like a bottle year if you're a Cardinals fan. You just want the team to show some progress and some like sparks. So you have explained why it's a C for me, because it's basically the same thing the Steelers and uh, Raiders did, except they didn't take five minutes to do it. So because it was so short, I would say you have now adequately shown me the schedule because I could just pause at the end of your video real quick. Um, The Rams video, the Rams video is the same as the Falcons video, but way shorter. So better, but also a D. I don't know (laughs) what you got. It was it was also a TikTok thing like yeah. a tiktok compilation it was just you, short. jeff you jeff for me 
No, the, the next one is a huge F, Eric. What, what would you think of the Well, 49ers? this is the deepest F. This is exactly what the Texans did, except for it's a, for a worse team. Just a bunch of goofballs walking around. Why was around, Patrick Mahomes' dancing. brother rapping on the 49ers video? Because the 49ers are a bunch of scumbags, and so are their fans. Take yeah. that. I like the video. It was called Get Hyphy. Before <laughs> when was the last time you heard someone say hyphy? Never. It's terrible. Just now. I mean... I don't know. I know it's like a, I know it's like a Bay Area thing, but I just feel like I've not heard. I mean, like Keek the Sneak is still out there, I guess, doing his doing his thing. Should have been <laughs> should have been in this video. It would have been better. All right, uh, I gave it an F. This was terrible. Uh, okay, Seahawks had two videos. Uh, they did the uh, they had the baby one, which I did not love. It's okay. I gave it a D. It, Kevin, I'm sure you gave it a C. Yeah, it was, it was like adequate. in order. It was fine. It, it was like not the worst. But then they did a prank video that I also like when I, the little kids all said bye in the bye week. Was... Uh, the, the the where they like had made players do stupid stuff, and I just loved that they put DJ Dallas in this video because it's like DJ <laughs> Dallas has the funny. I don't know why, but I just like the faces that he makes. Like at the beginning of this video, were just cracking me up. He's just staring like off like so intensely, and um. But they were like, these guys really went for it. Like the players, they were really trying to do it. I thought that video was funny. I gave it a B. But the, the babies one was the worst of the two. And the, the the prank video didn't reveal the schedule as well. So it's like, I don't know. You have to like, Kevin, it's probably C's across the board, right? For both of them. Uh, Well, yeah, I don't know. I It's hard because the prank video did not reveal the schedule that well. So that brings it down because it would be an A if it revealed the schedule well. Yeah, it would have been really good if it was like more if they figured out a way to like make it the, the real schedule, they just prank the babies in the middle of, Oh geez. <laughs> Eric, what did you think of babies in the prank video? That the uh, just see all the way across for me. It was fine. Right. Okay. What's your favorite one? Go Eric. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. All right. You Let's like, go. you like Buccaneers, uh, robot voices and, and dad jokes. Okay. Eric, I don't know if that's right. Dad, jo- great, dad jokes are pretty great. great. Kevin, what's your favorite? Eating the schedule. Eating the schedule. Eating the schedule. Is That's very just good. I, I'm after my own heart. The Jaguars version of the script was probably my favorite one. Um, I thought it was ve- it was very funny. And it, the thing is, is that it was eight minutes, but it was like so good that I didn't really care. Um, it's like a it felt like a real thing. So, yep, that's it. So if you had a favorite one, uh, just tell us. And uh, yeah, that's it for Kevin. For Eric, we'll see you next week. Go Hawks.